Podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. Okay, we're going around the state as college basketball season approaches, talking with the head coaches here. So joining me today is Coach Sellers of Central. So Coach, welcome back. Hey, Jared. Happy to be back. Happy to be back. Excited for the new season. Yeah, we, we were talking before we, we hit record, and I, I can't believe it's already year three for you at Central. I, I feel like we were just talking after the press conference, and here we are heading into year three. How, how does it feel for you now, you know, going into three years in the job here? Yeah, much more comfortable now. You know, it, it's kind of all over the program. You know, we the first year we brought in eight newcomers, seven freshmen and a sophomore. And now these guys are juniors, and we got a veteran group. They understand stuff. We were watching film today and like we're just talking and it's like adults making decisions on the court. So it's a lot, it's a lot more fun when, when they know what they're doing. So it's been good so far. So take me through, you know, I know we're probably a, a few weeks here into the preseason in terms of practices and what you've been able to do. Kind of give me some early thoughts on, on your team and how you're feeling about them at this point here, getting ready for the season. Yeah, you know, like I said, with the older group, the junior class, you know, Jaden Brown and Devontae Sweatman, George Strowski, those guys have been really good. They've been together for a while, so they understand. And then we added Kellen Amos last year, who was, you know, you know, leading scorer, did a real good job for us. He comes back now. He's in a comfort zone because he understands our system. Jay Rogers, you know, uh, came from junior college. Same deal with Jay. He understands the system. And then, you know, that's a just happened to work out for us. Alan Gene Rose transferred from Fairfield. I coached him at Fairfield as freshman and sophomore year. And now he's a grad. He's a fifth-year guy. So it's like, you know, he was a little puppy when, when I saw him at Fairfield. And now he's a grown man. So it's been fun to, to coach him and just see his maturity in his fifth year. Yeah. What's it like getting to coach a, a group of older guys now? Because I know you, you've been around for a while as an assistant at a number of places, so I'm sure you've dealt with younger teams, older teams. What's the biggest difference with having a team like this that's made up of some older guys? Yeah, you you can say like terminology, like even AJ coming from another program, we can say our terminology and he understands what we're talking about. He can pick it up. So those guys pick up things really quickly. And the biggest thing I think is you know, we, we've been in practice. Team, we we One team will take away the offense. They'll know the player. They'll take away a play. And it gets down to a point where you just have to play basketball. And because they're older, they understand spacing, the ball movement, how to cut quicker. So just older guys understand. And, you know, the, like uh, the portal, the portal life, the portal world the last few years, you know, I feel bad for the high school kids because a lot of programs are going out the portal guys. Yeah, and so we we were fortunate. We have three freshmen here, but you know a lot of portal guys, and it's a big difference. You can see you have to explain to the freshmen what's going on, where the older guys just know what what basketball is all about. So, yeah, <laughs> coaching adults, you're coaching adults. <laughs> As you look into year three, I know it's it's not easy building a program back to, to where it once was, but as you've been working on building things back here at Central. Each year your team has gotten progressively better. What are, what are the goals you have for your team heading into year three? Yeah, you know, like putting those, all those those juniors, that that class has been here for a while. They've been through, t- took their lumps. 
we had last year, we had nine games where we were winning in the second half that we lost. So we got to, we have to be better. We got to get better than that. You know, we win those nine games when we had 19 wins. Yeah. So we're right there on the, on the, right there at the door, knocking at the door. So now older, they understand how to, to finish games out. They understand, like I said, the terminology defensively. We can talk our way. I always say you can talk your way out of trouble on offense or defense. So the older guys can help us do that. So the goals, you know, have always been the same. When I was here as an assistant, we always said we wanted to win the conference regular season, the conference championship, uh, tournament championship, and then go and advance in the NCAA tournament. So we set those goals really high, and we're going to try and, and, and strive for them every day, build toward those goals. I, I remember during one of his early years at, at, at UConn, Coach Hurley talked about how hard it was for him to get his teams over that hump where, hey, they were like your team last year where you're in these games, you're leading in the second half and, and just can't quite pull them out. How tough is it to make that jump from, you know, being competitive in these games to now turning the page and winning those types of games? Yeah, it, it's it's little things. Like we give a quote of the day every day before practice and uh that we, you know, one of the quotes this week was the little things lead to big things. And we got to do all the little things. So just watching film, we're talking about, are we getting to the corners, little details? Are we setting up our man on ball screens? Are we getting high hands on our clothes? All those little things contribute to big things and wins at the end. So, you know, we want to get better at the little things. And Again, being older, those guys, when you're a freshman, you might say, oh, that's not a really big deal. But the older guys understand that's a big deal yeah. to consistently do the little things. And it's going to help with games down the stretch and, and those nine games in the second half. Having having this team, and as you look at the schedule you, you put together, you got a really interesting non-conference here playing a, a bunch of uh, you know mid-major teams around your level, a little bit above. And then, you know, you got a game against BC in there. You've got some A-10 games. Uh, take me through the schedule that you put together and kind of your, what you hope to get out of that non-conference stretch before you begin NEC play. Yeah, we, you know, obviously we want the, the, the non-conference schedule to get us prepare for the NEC and we open up with Rhode Island on November 6th, yeah. you know, obviously a really tough, competitive, physical team. So we're going to have to bring it, you know, but like, I, you know, we talk about to our guys all the time, fellas, I, I think with, with our maturity and who we are and we're older, we've been in some really hostile environments. We, we got to be able to compete versus the Rhode Islands versus the UMass's BCs of the world. Uh, I, you know, army, army's going to be a tough physical battle. So we put together a schedule that uh, uh, that tests us and, and a lot of different type of ways teams play. We want some teams that play really fast. You know, Quinnipiac historically has been really a fast-paced, up-and-down team. Uh, I, I imagine Rhode Island is going to be a tough, physical, half-court, defensive, boxing out. you got to box out, rebounding team. So we have a lot of teams that, that, that are going to test us at every level, and we're hoping that it will get us prepared for our conference season. I'm going to take a quick break from the interview to tell you about my friends at Martin Rosol's Meats. This fourth generation Connecticut family business produces kielbasa, hot dogs, sausages, and deli meats using Martin Rosol's very own original recipes. Their products can be found in grocery stores, delis, restaurants, and hot dog stands throughout the state. And if you're looking for your fill right away, check out their retail store in New Britain. For more information, visit martinrosolsinc.com and go support a Yukon fan owned business. And now back to the interview. 
You, you talked about, you know, bringing back uh, a lot of these older guys here. For those who might just be kind of tuning into your program for the first time in a while this season, give us a little breakdown of this roster and the guys you have and what you're expecting from them this season. Yeah, you know, well, we start with, you know, Kellen Amos was our leading scorer. Um, he always 14 and a half, 15 points a game. We need him, you know, we've said it to him. He, he needs to get to the free throw line more. He needs to uh, get it to the basket more, finish around the hoop, and be able to post up a little bit with the size because he's really athletic and he can play inside and outside. So uh, he he's a guy we're going to lean on a lot to score uh, and be a two-way player. He's got to defend because he's so athletic. He should be able to guard, you know, one, two, or threes in our league. And he's been doing a good job in the preseason. Jay Rogers, you know, averaged nine points a game for us last year, and he has a scorer's mentality. His big thing was his defense, his off-the-ball defense. And, like, teams would take advantage of his his off-the-ball defense. He's made a really big improvement of his off-the-ball defense. He's gotten it. He's he's into it so much. He's been sending me clips (laughs) on on off-the-ball defense. So if he defends like we think he can, he's going to be a really, really good player for us. Devontae Sweatman has probably been our biggest improvement um, from freshman to now as a junior. He uh, he was an undersized two guard, and now he's a veteran combo guard. He really knows how to play. We uh, he and you know we're talking. I'm talking to the team, and I say one thing: Devontae does. He tries to do everything correctly, every possession. And like trying to play the right way, and yeah. he he's just, he's so much improved. So we really like Devontae and the way he's been playing. Um, we we got a transfer, Jordan Jones from South Carolina, who's actually from the same town I went to high school in, and uh, just a super super athletic combo guard can shoot it, can drive it. You know, he Division two transfer. He uh, he was. Second, third in the country in assists. He was top three, four in steals. Got a great body, strong and physical. And uh, one thing about like that D2 transfer, they're hungry to prove that they can play at the Division One level, as you saw last year at FDU. Yeah. With those guys. So, uh, you know, we, he he brings it every day, so energetic. And then Abdul Momo, you know, our big, he started, for, he started 30 games for us last year. He's gotten a lot better. This is actually probably fourth year of playing basketball, organized basketball. So he's getting better every day, learning, figuring it out. And then Jaden Brown and Joel Ostrowski, two other juniors in that junior class who've been around now. They understand what it's all about. And you can see those guys every day getting better and better. So we got we got a really good core and then we added a couple of transfers. And then, I, I you know, I can't say enough about Alan Gene Rose. Fifth year grad transfer again. We make fun of him. I say, AJ, you're probably a, a couple years younger than me, but he is he he's a veteran. He's you know, he's played college basketball four years, understands defense, understands spacing. It's like having a coach on the floor. So we're really excited about AJ. How big of an advantage do you think it is to have a guy like him and some of these veteran players who are back in this day in age in college basketball where a lot of teams are kind of starting over you know, with roster management, you know, year in and year out, um, you know, guys are going and coming from the portal. So if you've got a group of guys you've worked with now for a couple of years here and you got that core nucleus, how big of an advantage do you think that is for you and your team? 
Yeah, it's it's um you know we can we'll watch film as a group, and you know some of the veteran guys will, will step up and say, "Hey, look, look what's happening right here on offense. Look what's happening on defense." It's like having coaches on the floor. You know, I go back to uh, Fairfield, my second year at Fairfield. We we made it to the MAC championship, and probably the last six to eight games, Jesus Cruz was yeah. our veteran fifth year guy. Jesus was like a coach. He was helping our freshmen and sophomores and just talking to those guys while he's on the floor. And you can't say enough about having a guy on the floor. He can talk to the guys and get them in the right spots and get them doing the right things and playing the right way. So uh, an advantage for you. Yeah. Um, I know you mentioned FDU a little bit earlier. I know you guys beat them uh, once last year, and then you saw what they went to go on and, and do during the NCAA tournament. What do you think that says about your conference and then kind of just the state of college basketball where, you know, a team from the NEC can go beat a one seed and one of the better teams in the country at the time. Right, right, right. You know, we, we played them here and we were one of those games. We were winning in the second half of the game here and we ended up losing that game. But we went down there and we played a complete game, finished it out strong, made some really good decisions down the stretch. But like, you know, this league is so close. And again, now college basketball with the portal, with older guys, if you got a bunch of guys who really jump on board and believe in what you're doing and willing to sacrifice, they they you know older guys can go beat some younger five star players because they've been around basketball for longer. They understand it. They know like if even in, in the NBA, you look at guys who played four years in college, they might go undrafted, but those guys are in the rotations of NBA teams because they played four years over a eight, a 18 19 year old rookie so yes. it's just playing being around the game and understanding it gives you an advantage so we we think with a group group of older guys and if they really if they're really bought in and really locked down on defense you're gonna have you can give yourself a chance to win I, I'll wrap with this one. This one's a fun one. I, I noticed you've jumped into the uh, podcasting game yourself a little bit. Uh, how, how are you liking that and, and what you guys are doing <laughs> in terms of uh, some of the content there? Hey, I'm no Jared Coulter, man. I, I'm still. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take some pointers from you. You know what? We um, well, we can review the we film just... after. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to. Uh, what we're trying to do is we're just trying to get our more alums and our fan base more engaged or whatever, give them a little inside look. So we we go back to my days as an assistant coach here when we were really good. And, and you know, Cozy Evers was one of our best players, Rick Mickens. So we had those guys on the first two episodes just to kind of get some, you know, some traction to see what happens. And we've had a lot of good feedback. Some of our alums and the, the former players are all into it. So we think we're going to get it to another level. We, once we start playing games, we're going to get a couple of the guys from our team now Yeah, when they have a good game on for 10 or 15 minutes to, to kind of talk about what they had, what happened in the game or in practice or that week. And uh, then we're going to branch out and talk to some of the NBA guys that, that I've coached or that Coach Wood and Coach Lenny coach. So we're going to try and experiment with it and uh, – you know, hopefully get to, to the level that you have yours at. We'll try and get ours there. <laughs> you're, you're too kind. You're too kind. I love it and can't wait to follow it throughout the uh, the season there. But, Coach, as always, I really appreciate you taking some time to come on. I look forward to seeing your team out there this season. And best of luck. Well, I'm sure we'll talk throughout the year. Yes, sir. Thanks, Jared. I appreciate it, man.
Thank hey, you. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Cutler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.